Hey, so it's good to be with you, but I'd like to talk to you about the Father's blessing, the power of the Father's blessing. And, uh, you know, the very first thing the Lord did when he created mankind was he blessed them. And I want to share this verse with you. Genesis 1.27 says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. The very first thing God did when he created mankind was he blessed them. It's always been the Lord's intention to bless his people. How many of you know that? That's his intention. The Lord commanded Moses to teach Aaron and his sons to always bless the sons of Israel. And, and you, you might be familiar with this passage, but in, in Numbers chapter 6 and verse 22, it says, The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. I want to be blessed of the Lord. What about you? I want God's blessing on my life. Don't you want God's blessing on your life? Hey, listen, do you know God created you to be blessed of the Lord? Amen? Now, something supernaturally happens when fathers invoke blessings over their children. In fact, we act just like God the Father when we bless our children. Let me ask you, how many fathers do we have in the house tonight? You have children. That's what I mean by that. How many of you have a son with you tonight? Let me see your hands. Wow, isn't that great? Well, listen, you know, whether you, uh, you are a father or not, you could be a teenager in here tonight. I want you to catch what I'm telling you tonight. You know, in Genesis 48, we see Jacob pronouncing a blessing over Joseph's two sons, uh, Ephraim and Manasseh. And it says in verse uh, Genesis 48 and verse 8, it says, Then Jacob looked over the two boys, and, these, the, and he asked, Are these your sons? He asked. Yes, Joseph told him, They are the sons God has given me here in Egypt. And Jacob said, Bring them closer to me so that I can bless them. A perpetual blessing was released that day over those sons because of the blessing of the grandfather. We can also be the perpetual blessing that's flowing in our family line as well. How many of you know that? We can be the principle of the spoken blessing exercise. We see that operating in Jesus' life before he ascended into heaven. The very last thing he did, the Bible says in Luke 24 and 50, when he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and he, while he was, he left them and was taken up into heaven. The last thing he did for his disciples, he blessed them. Imagine what could happen if fathers began blessing their children and their grandchildren on a daily basis. I believe there's enough opportunity in this room tonight that we can start a revival. We can start a change in our community with what we have right here in this room. And that's men. And the perpetual blessing that can be released right here in this room. Amen. You know, in Mark's gospel, we see Jesus sit, setting the example of the father blessing the children. And it says in Mark 10, 16, and he took the children in his arms. He put his hand on them and he blessed them. Now, I really think the entire, that an entire generation can be changed if we get this. That men, God has given us supernatural authority. 
God has given us, because we are male, God has given us a blessing and an anointing and a, a favor of authority, a blessing. And if we use that in a positive way, we can make a difference. And I feel I just need to encourage you in that tonight. And as we see Jesus holding that child where the disciples were trying to keep the children away, Jesus said, don't keep the children from coming to me. And he grabbed one, put him on his lap, and he blessed that child. I want to be like the father. What about you? Can you see the example that the Bible is setting for us right here? I want to encourage all of you men, all the fathers, the grandfathers, the great-grandfathers, the coaches, the teachers, the bosses, the supervisors, the leaders in our community. I want to encourage you. You have the ability to make a difference. You can speak a blessing over people wherever you go. And it has nothing to do with what side of the tracks you were raised on. It has nothing to do with your last name. It has to do with who you were created in the image of. You were created in the image and likeness of God. And God wants you to be a blessing. Amen. Are y'all hearing me out there? And so listen, there are four ways that, listen, you have children and grandchildren and people around you, coaches. And listen, God wants us to be a blessing. Now, there's four ways that you can shower a blessing wherever you go. And the first one is meaningful physical affection. Now, I know that in our society that we, we in this macho, you know, society and we men are men and they don't cry and, and they don't show affection. That's baloney. That's biblical Hebrew for saying that's not God's idea. Amen. If Jesus thought it was necessary to have physical affection, then you and I ought to be a little bit like him. Amen? And so listen, every human being has a God-given desire to experience physical affection. And you see, sometimes we pick up things in our culture that it's not cool to put your arm around your son and give him a hug and even kiss him on the forehead. But I'm telling you, men, listen, you can change a young man's life if you'll just put your hands on him and just let him know that you love him. That ain't a good enough amen right there. Come on. I want a better amen than that. Amen. Notice what Jesus did. He took the children into his arm. He put his hand on them and he blessed them. Now studies have shown that children that have physical affection for men are more than likely to succeed and be successful in life. Why? Because God created us men with the ability to bless. And one of the ways we can shower those around us with blessing is with physical touch and affection. So men, can I encourage you? If you have children and grandchildren, put your arm around them. Put your arm around them. Is that okay? Can y'all receive that tonight? Amen. Amen. I'm looking around. They got, they got, there's some men right there with their arms around. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. It's part of the blessing. You know, that's what God, the father does with us. He puts his arms around us in his spirit and he loves on us. Amen. Here's another way. A second way to shower God's blessing. Spoken words of affirmation and encouragement. Proverbs 18, 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life, which means, men, our tongue can kill our children or our tongue can encourage and enrich our children. You know, listen, sometimes we had no clue the power of the words that we say. 
And we don't want to hurt our children. I know we want to bless our children and we can speak blesses over them instead of curses. And so we need to start speaking words of affirmation and encouragement wherever we go. Amen. And what I mean by that is bless your children by speaking words of love. I love you, son. I love you, daughter. You are my child. You are part of my family. And I'm proud to be your dad. Amen. Bless your children by speaking words of encouragement. You can do it. Bless your children by speaking words of acceptance. The power. You know, there's a story of a a personal story of mine. And I realized later that that my, you know, how many of you have heard of the five love languages? You know, some people, they, they really get stoked by a gift whenever somebody gives them a gift, like, like tonight, man. Some of you were jumping over pews like you were dive bombing to get that football. But some of us, it's words of affirmation. You know, it's different things like that. And I realized my, my gift, my love language is words of affirmation. And I played baseball for a lot of years and, and my dad was a musician, didn't, didn't really care too much about football or any sports. But I used to, I remember I'd be playing out there in the field and hearing dads cheering on their sons and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and quite honestly, I was like, man, I wish my dad was here. And, you know, when we were opening season and we were playing the best team, they were ranked number one. And it was just, you know, just city league stuff. It wasn't NFL, you know what I mean? But I was out there in the outfield and they had the bases loaded and we were ahead by one and it was the bottom of the ninth and they had one batter left to go and he cracked the ball outfield exactly where I was and I dove and, and for some miraculous reason, the ball hit my glove and stayed in it. Amen. And I got up off the ground and I still had the ball. Amen. And it took me a while to figure out, you really caught that dude? And then, of course, the coach figured out that I caught that. We won the game. And the coach came out of the dugout, and he was running on the field, and he was yelling my name. I never felt so blessed in my life. And he grabbed me, and he picked me up, and he said, you won the game. I thought about that experience for years, and I I just get teary-eyed just thinking about it. That man changed my life that day. A father figure encouraging me. Whose life can you and I change by putting our arm around somebody that's just waiting to hear, son, daughter, you can do it. And I believe God wants to use those of us in this room to do that. I believe you and I can start a revolution. Amen. I believe we can make a difference, don't you? I believe we can. A third way to shower blessings over your children is giving them time and attention. Proverbs 17, 6 says, An old man's grandchildren are his crowning glory. And I just so happen to be a grandfather now, and I say, Amen. Yeah, how many, do we have any grandfathers in here? How many grandfathers would say, Amen to that? I mean, yeah, children are all right, but grandchildren, oh my Lord, right? But listen what it says. A child's glory is his father. A child's glory is his father. There's nothing children want more than to hang out and spend time with their father. Nothing more. To a young man, to a young girl, love is spelled T-I-M-E. So I want to encourage you, if you have children, grandchildren, spend time with them. Listen, whenever you die, 
All the boats and houses that you build and all the business you've accumulated, that stuff is going to stay right here on planet earth and you get to go to glory. Amen. But listen, all the investment that you put in your children and your grandchildren is going to carry on for years and years and years. And there'll be a perpetual blessing that flows out of that. Amen. There's no better way to spend your life than to invest in the young people. Amen. So I encourage you, shower them. You know, they say that 98% of all the men in prisons have had no father figure in their life. Their father was either absent physically or absent emotionally. Whenever I think about my childhood, whenever I think about my adulthood, it's, it's men that took the time to show me how to do life that's made the difference. I think about right here in this room. I think of Brother Francis Martin. Whenever I stumbled in here full of just lost like a goose in high weeds on a, on a frosty morning. Amen. But I think about the times Brother Francis invested in me and and loved on me. Is Francis Bork still here? Brother Francis, would you just stand up for just a moment? I'd like to just take a moment to honor you. That man has made a difference in my life right there. What about Francis Bork? Is Francis Bork in here? Is he in here, Francis Bork? Shame on you, Brother Francis. Where are you? But, you know, Francis Bork, I'll tell you what, whenever, whenever it came time for me to take over the church for Brother Francis, Francis Bork put his arm around me and said, Todd, you can do it. How many of you know I needed to hear that? You can do it. Listen, some of our children are getting bullied. They're getting rejected. They're getting hurt everywhere they go. And they need to come home and they need a father to put their arm around them, a grandfather to put their arm around them and say, you can do it. You can do it. You can make it. Come on, y'all with me, man. Come on, some of the guys you work with, they need to hear. You can do it, man. Amen. We can be a blessing. Something supernatural. Is my father-in-law in here, Mr. A? He's not here either. He's probably with Francis Bork. But listen, let, let, let me just kind of, I'm, I'm just going to wind it down. Now. What, what happens if you didn't have a father figure? What happens if you had nobody to invest in your life? Unfortunately, there's a lot of men, even in this room, that didn't have that opportunity. You know, I was talking to a friend just recently. You know, his dad died whenever he was just a baby, never even, never even knew who his dad was. And so now he's an adult. He's trying to make it. And he's looking for somebody to be in his corner to help him and cheer him on. Man, I think somebody could do that for him. It's not his fault his dad died when he's a child. Whenever I think about the men whose dad just bailed on him, it's not their fault their dad bailed on him. They need some help. What are they going to do? Well, here's the good news. God, the father, is a father to the fatherless. God, the father, he is a father to the fatherless. That's what the Bible says. Psalm 85, 68 and 5 says, A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. See, men, listen. Some of us, some of us are just suffering in life because we never had that father figure to coach us, to encourage us. And every man needs that. But what if you do, what do you do if you don't have that? Well, here's what I think you should do. 
I think you should get around some good godly men and let them love on you. Amen. Amen. Just hang out in your church. Hang out around godly men and let them love on you. And call them and say, can I have lunch with you? I got a couple of questions to ask you. How in the world do you make it in this life as a man? And let them just help you. Amen. Amen. Hang around with men. I, I think of, man, where would my life be if it wouldn't have been those, those, those key men that have sowed into my life? But you know what? I encourage you. You know, this one of the small groups, Wild at Heart. You know, it's about men needing to know that they have what it takes to make it. And I encourage you, jump in that small group. Because you need to know that God will parent you. He will father you. He will make up the difference regardless of what you're lacking in. Amen? And listen, you know where the blessing idea came from? It came from God the Father. Amen? Remember, he's the one that created mankind and blessed them. And God is still in the blessing business. Amen? In fact, the Bible says that God will bless us through Jesus Christ. And the scripture says that, that whatever we didn't get from our earthly father, that the Lord can make up for it. He can affirm us. He can assure us. He can encourage us. He can strengthen us. And he can break whatever curse that has been upon our family line. The Bible says in Genesis 3.13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. He redeemed us in order that the... He redeemed us in order that the given to Abraham might come unto the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we may receive the promise of the Spirit. The good news is whether, whether there was a father to encourage us or not, God the Father wants to be in our corner. He wants to put his arm around us. And it matters not how rough of a childhood we've had. Whenever you choose to just surrender your heart, your life to Jesus Christ, he takes the minuses and he makes them pluses. He breaks the curse off your life and he puts the, the blessing on your life. And he just causes the things that are not supposed to happen in your life begin to happen because God is a loving God. He loves to bless his children. He loves to pour out his favor on them so that they don't just walk around in life barely making it. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to thrive. He wants you to know that you can make it. He believes in you and he wants you to succeed tonight. That's what you need to leave here knowing about God the Father, regardless of where you've been. He's got a better plan, and he's got a purpose for your life. Amen? Come on, give him a good hearty praise. Amen. 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 And let's pray together. Would you just bow your head with me for just a moment? I, I want to take a moment now to pray you know, some 32 years ago, I stumbled into a church by invitation by my brother who is here tonight. And I heard a message similar to what you're hearing tonight. And I realized, man, I needed, I needed some help. I needed a lot of help. I was struggling in life. I was struggling to keep my life together. I was struggling to keep everything in line in my life. 
It felt like my life was going to fall apart at the seams. I needed some help. And I found out that Jesus wanted to help me. And he wanted to be the, the coach in my corner. He wanted to be the encouragement I needed. And I heard the message of the gospel that if I would just be willing to just surrender my heart and my life to him and trust him to help me, that he would make a difference in my life. All I needed to do is by faith pray and ask him to help me. And that night, I made a decision to ask Jesus to help me. And that's been 32 years ago. And I'm telling you, God has blessed me. And I know he wants to bless you. If you hear tonight and you say, Todd, I need that to happen in my life. I need Jesus to wash my sins away, to give me a brand new start. I need him to break the curse off my life. I need the favor and the blessing of the Lord on my life. I'm ready to give control over my life to him. Would you pray for me? If you want me to pray with you, would you just slip your hand up so I could see it? I want to pray. There you go. Don't be ashamed. Come on, man. We're men in here. Come on. There you go. Raise your hand. Don't be ashamed. Don't be bashful. Come on. We're talking about Jesus. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Now, those of you that have your hand raised, can I just ask you just for a moment? I just see like Jesus looking down at you and saying, I want to lift you up. Would you do me a favor and just stand up right there where you are? Just stand up right there. Just stand up. I just see the hand of God just coming upon you and saying, I've been waiting for this moment to help you in life. I've been waiting for this moment to help you to get through what you're going through. Come on, let's pray together. Just pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Come on, men, say it bold and say it with authority. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, but I believe you forgive. Lord Jesus, would you forgive me for every sin? I'm sorry for not serving you. But from this day forward, I choose to serve you. Thank you, Jesus, for being my coach, for being my father that will never leave me will never forsake me, but will be with me through all of the journey of life. Father, I submit my heart to you. Thank you for accepting me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody that agrees said, amen. Come on now, let's give the Lord a good high praise offering tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, man, listen, those of you, you could be seated. Those of you, congratulations. This is the best, the biggest decision, the most important decision that you could ever make. The Bible says when one person makes that decision, heaven gets excited. I mean, there's angels doing cartwheels in heaven right now. Amen. Because of your faith and putting your trust in him tonight. Amen. But now, listen, I know there's some of you, you may be a Christian. But you've never had your father put his hand on your head and bless you like we just read about. But I believe Jesus wants to put his hand on every head that is here tonight. And I believe the heart of Jesus is broken over you and said, son, I created you not to be a failure or a loser. I created you in my image to be a winner. And I can care less whether your dad or your granddad did or didn't bless you. I want to bless you. Would you do me a favor, man? Would you just stand with me? And I want to pray a blessing over all, every man in this room right now. Thank you, Jesus. Just bow your head, men. And I want you to just in your mind's eye, just see the Lord coming up to you and putting his arms around you 
and holding you and saying, you're my son and I love you. Father, I pray tonight, the Lord, you would bless every man in this room. Lord, I pray that you would make your face shine upon them. God, may they sense and feel your love and your embrace tonight. God, would you just be gracious to them? God, may your face be toward them tonight. God, may your peace fill them tonight. Lord, would you bless them? Break every curse. Break every, everything going against them. Break its power. Break its hold. And God, may you release your favor and your blessing upon every man that is in this room. I speak the words of life and the blessing of the Lord over them tonight. In the mighty and the strong name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, man. Let's give the Lord just a great big O. Come on, give the Lord a great big O praise. Yes, Jesus. you can be seated one more time one more time listen those of you that raised your hand if you don't have a church that you go to that you attend we would love to have you here if you are already going to church I encourage you don't just go to church get plugged into that church become a disciple of Christ in that church and be there every time the doors are open amen and be a follower of Christ amen